Just F It. Hi, I'm Romy, an identity coach helping others who struggle with their sexual identity and families of queer youth find their path of understanding and acceptance. And I'm Carla, a mom empowerment coach empowering moms to own their new identities and motherhood journeys. And, and together, together we are the F It Madres. We are here to invite you guys into stories of some inspiring madres who have changed their lives through an F It moment. So here we go. Just, Just F, F It. it. Happy Monday, everybody. I Happy am Monday. Romy. This is Carla. Carla, who are we? We are the Effet Madres. We are two moms, two best friends, two Latinas who decided to say Effet and start a podcast because we were like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and we became very inspired by that idea because we were both in this like fuck it moment to talk to other moms who have gone through fuck it moments because it's a it's a podcast about moms supporting moms through those moments because they're life-changing impactful inspiring and they change the life path of you and your families uh, for the better and sometimes maybe in that moment it may not seem for the better but ultimately at the end of the day it always is because it tends to lead you down the path that you're supposed to go so 100 percent and Today, we have a mama that I met out here in Austin through my group of friends and kind of watched her through social media because it was like during COVID where she got pregnant and we were all just kind of watching people have babies, right? During COVID and like watching their journeys. But like, she's just like this free, you know, her child has like all these animals. I know that they've gotten up and just like moved. And I'm just really excited to hear and understand what her life has looked like and where they're at and and their journey and their basically their adventure. So I'm excited to chat with her. Um, she's going to be coming in from like Costa Rica, I Costa think. Rica, I think. Yeah. And so I'm excited to just kind of like have somebody talk to us while they're like living in their, you know, through their moment. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm excited. We will bring her in in just a second. Hey, everyone. We have Mel Martell here. And Mel, we're just going to jump right in. So we want to know, what was the biggest effort moment that you've had since becoming a mom? For us, well, for me, it was changing everything, re-picking up all of our stuff or part of it and moving to Costa Rica for a while. Wow. And you yeah. are in Costa Rica right now. We are, <laughs> this is we where are. she is, you guys. This background for those watching, she's like in a cave in Costa Rica. Well, question, where were you before? We are based in Austin. So okay. I still have our place in Austin. We actually head back on Friday, so in a few days. So there's, it's just a little bittersweet being here the last few nights. But then we'll be back here in January. So, Okay. And Mel, how old is your child? He turned two in July. So a toddler. Okay, wow. So it's so similar to my mine's two and a half. So that is a that is a big change for <laughs> that age. It's um, a lot. Yeah. Well, why why did you why did you move there? Well, something my husband and I had always talked about, but uh, really never had the catalyst to do it. And we're busy. I changed careers uh, last year, and life is fast and. When you have a kid, it moves so much faster and you, you just, you, you're going to miss out on all of that magic. And so we wanted to come here, slow down. There's literally, there's no stoplights, y'all. There's two grocery stores and you get what you get. And you sometimes are just forced to 
stop your day because of weather or a tree that fell in the road. And it's just so lovely. We have so much time with him. So <laughs> it forces you to be in the moment, I guess, right? You have to be present because there's nothing else that you could really do. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess being a parent does that too, right? I mean, being an engaged parent, you have to be in the moment, especially with the toddler. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and for those listening, uh, Carla's a hairdresser. Mel was also a hairdresser. And then you went into real estate, right? So you took this huge move as a new mom into your career. I kind of followed you through that journey. And then to be able to take this big move, like you're pretty fearless with like going after the things that you want. It's inspiring because so many of us would want to get up and move out there and we don't, you know, it's scary. It, I, I'll admit like this was something we had talked about and prepared for and burned the candle at both ends for like months before we got here. But the months, like the two months leading up to it, I had, oh, I was nervous because life is good. Life at home is good. But knowing that we were going to take this chance for something better, fingers crossed, right? That we yeah. believed to be better. It was scary. Like saying goodbye to people. I mean, it's only a few months right now, but next year is longer. Next year's permanent, right? More well, permanent. Yeah. More permanent, yeah. I guess yes. you never say like permanent, yeah. Yeah. My, my next question then, and these are some like new ways of kind of asking, but what hurdles, if any, did you experience once you had this mental shift? Well, I'm a schedule person. I might not appear that way to people, but I like schedules. I keep my kid on a normal schedule for a kid. We, we don't, we're not good at naps, but everything else is pretty routine. And so shaking up my routine, shaking up his routine. And then I also, so yeah, real estate, but I also now work in real estate technology. So tech, I work, I work in tech, which is crazy. Um, and taking the chance of like the unknowns and inconsistencies down here are crazy. So, you know, and as, as I've been here, my job has gotten a little crazier and just rolling with it. And when I have a few minutes in between meetings, I like run to the beach. Like I need to get away from a screen. So it's, there's, there was a lot of fear. Taking a chance is hard. Yeah. yeah I, I'm curious what sort of impact that had on your relationship with your husband and with your kid. Like, was it, was it strenuous? Was it positive? Like what, what did it do for the relationships? Well, the last two years, so my husband and I had been together for a while and kids weren't really on the roadmap. Like we weren't even thinking about it. Jackson happened 2020, you know, <laughs> surprise. And um, we, it, that it's been two years of us refinding what our partnership looks like and mm. coming here and basically forcing ourselves to be here, be with each other. There's nothing like we don't have our gym. We don't have our offices. We don't have the places that we go regularly. We have each other. It's actually been amazing, you guys. It's been exactly what we needed. And I'm fi I've finally, it took me so long to find my groove back after having a baby. Yeah. And groove in so many senses. And uh, I think that's what we, I had to stop the busy life. And Jackson is, so hitting two, all this magical stuff is already happening. We came here and he's got a room full of toys at home. And I hate it, of course, because I want to get rid of all of them. But we come, we came here with like a backpack of toys, like little bitty toys, like not much. And it was so fun. Like his favorite thing is the stick that he found as a motorcycle. It's so great. Like such a special opportunity for him to have this and to be removed from so much of 
what we all have here, you know, and to just be put into like such a, a beautiful space where like a stick is what can entertain him. I mean, so many of us want that Mel or like for me, at least like personally, like I dream of something like that, but to, sh- to get up and move and leave the structure and the routine is, is it's, it's terrifying. It's just terrifying as, as a mom, even more, right? Like it's something we feel for more free to do before we have a child. Like if we want to get up, we can get up and we leave. But so many women and so many moms, once we become mothers, we're like, well, no, we can't do that now. And so it is inspiring that you're like, no, you and can still do it. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice to hear that it actually has brought you and your husband closer. Cause I feel like something like this and being in a place that is not as like, there's not a lot of things that can distract you guys or whatever, and that you have to rely on each other. It could, it could be a difficult thing on a lot of relationships. So the fact that it's brought you guys closer together is that's amazing that it's done that because it could do the opposite. <laughs> well, we did spend seven and a half years in a 300 square foot RV. Like we lived in, a, mm. in an RV together. Uh, and okay. so, so I think yeah. that, yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I think that the most, one of the most interesting things about this change has been just the the first couple of years, at least for me, of motherhood are lonely. They were lonely. Most of my friends that are in often either have kids that are older, because I'm 40, I'm going to be 41. So they have kids that are older or they don't have children. And so I, I felt lost for a while. And I think it was okay for me to come and find another community here too. Like having a kid opens a lot of doors for meeting people. Yeah, it does. So you have found community there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been amazing. Okay. Oh, Being great. open and like, there's it's there's a lovely community here. Oh, that's great. Ugh, community is so important. I feel like you both also had had babies like coming out of like the whole pandemic, right? So it's already was like such a lonely experience as like new moms. I know Carla went through that, and Malik watched you. I remember when you got pregnant, right? Like we were all in such a weird place. Yeah, as a country and so lonely and isolating to begin with. And as if motherhood isn't that already, then you add the removal of like, especially those for that first year too. first year year is just fucking rough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I think it's, it's beautiful that you were able to like, know that you needed something else and like, you know, and did that for you, did that for you and found what you were looking for, found what you needed. Um, yeah. My next question then would be like, what fears came up for you? Um, what did you experience? Like as far as fears when you were going through this shift, like what were you afraid of making this decision? I think I was afraid of leaving home because we had worked hard over the last few years of establishing what that was home. And I'm, I love where I love my place in Austin, but knowing that going to be there but also that we're doing something different and better for us was it I don't know it was very hard I had anxiety about leaving home we have animals at home right we've got the chickens and the turkeys and the goats and all the the animals and so I think that was scary and then leaving my dog for three months rough yeah he's coming next time I mean, that responsibility right there, like most of us, you guys do have, they have so many animals, right? You have so many animals. Like it's people, some people don't travel because they have a dog, you know, it's like hard to just take a trip because of a dog thinking about the fact that you guys have all that, you know, all your animals and everything to get up and leave. How did you overcome that would be my second question to that. Like in those fears, how did you overcome them and, and actually push yourself to do it? Community. 
you know, we've got community people that came to get like, I didn't have to get a house sitter or pay a house sitter. Like people, people volunteered there. They wanted to bring their kid out. Like, Hey, we'll come on Sundays and hang out with the chickens and turkeys. And I'm like, amazing. And just knowing that we, we have good people around us and yeah, you know, like energy attracts like energy. Yeah. That's how it goes. And you, that's how we found it here too. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? I don't know about if you guys agree with this, but like, as I've gotten older, the it the community has become so much more important the people that you surround yourself with the people you choose to be around it like we just moved into a place where we're surrounded by community in a in a way that we've never had before and they're amazing people and it's just like holy shit like what have we been missing this is it's so enriching it's it almost is like a dopamine hit too like when if you're on a bad day and you're around people that bring you joy and are good people and want to help you you feel like instantaneously better and happier. So I see, I understand why those people that live in the blue zones, like in Sardinia and all of those places, they live for like extended periods of time because they're like all happy with each other, you know, like it's so important. So that's great that you have that. Everybody needs to have that community. I agree. Wherever yeah. you can find it. You yeah. You don't have yeah. to leave. You don't have to leave yeah. to find it. But I think for us too, maybe leaving allows me, I, I, when I first moved to Austin, I was like, I want to be friends with all of Austin. And I got made fun of by my coworkers for when I said that, because I was so little and like new to Austin. I was like in my early twenties, you know? And, uh, I feel like I feel that way still about the world, you know, like, why can't we be friends with the, all the world? And so I love community that. wherever we go. I know. I know. That is, it's such a pure thinking that way, is such a pure way of thinking. It's like, it, it would be nice if we could be that way, but unfortunately that's not the way the world works. I know. Oh, I know. Um, I'm curious though, when you had this effort moment, this like moment of liberation and all that, like what sort of emotions did, like, what did you feel? Was it like anxiety, fear? Were you just super excited? Was it a mix of both? I'm just curious. I think it was a mix. It was a mix for sure. Like I was excited to, to do something that we had maybe always thought of something that I made. I, as a kid, I mean, it hits all those things. Like it hits my inner child. It hits like the nature lover. And then the mother in me who wants to be able to share all this magic with my kid. I mean, it's like living in a Disney movie. Yesterday yeah. there were monkeys and there were two mama monkeys with the itty bitty babies. And then there was a sloth. And then there were parrots, and I was like, you, so this cool. is not real. So cool. And to be able to see a child light up about that stuff makes me want to keep it, keep it going when we go home, right? Like, just because we leave here on Friday doesn't mean the magic has to stop. Like, you have to find it. You make it. You don't have to leave the country to find the magic. Hmm. And that's, it's a good lesson. That's yeah. a great lesson. I'm really glad you said that because for so many of us who maybe just can't or don't want to get up and like do that big move like you don't have to do that big move you can still create that and find that and just like you said community can be right where you are and sometimes we think it is those big moves right that can create that change when in reality we are able to create those realities right where we are if we want them and you've done such a beautiful job I've watched you and followed you and you know known you for the, since I moved here and like watching your your life and, and the bits that you share, right? I obviously don't know all of it, but the bits that you share, it is very magical. <laughs> this home, your animals, this environment that you have created for yourself right here in Austin. Thank you. I, I think it's been hard to, 
I, I struggle sometimes relating to other women because, you know, working in the beauty industry, I, and I worked in, for really high-end places, right? You know, so you deal with these women that are just, I was like, I can't relate to you because I feel like a child. <laughs> and so instead of like trying to change, I decided in 2012, I remember the moment where I was like, you know what? F it. I'm just going to embrace it. Like, I'm not going yeah. to be the same as everybody. I'm going to be like a kid. Like, I'm going to freak out about monkeys or like a cool caterpillar. And so I think maybe I was destined always to be a mother. I just yeah. didn't know it because yeah. geeking out about bugs with my son is the best. <laughs> yeah. So fun. That is, and if you and if you can't like vibe with like whatever moms or whatever that looks like around you, I think it's more empowering, and we need to hear that message more than just figure out how you do it and like geek out to it. You know what I mean? Like the trying to fit into what other moms are doing or the mom community or how how we're supposed to mom is so fucking exhausting, and it's not a one shoe fits all. You know, it's not like oh now you're in the motherhood club, so this is how we all do it. It needs mm-hmm. to be more of like an openness to how, however you want to mom, mom, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Like, that's how it looks for you. It's not, there aren't like rules, you know, <laughs> to how this journey is supposed to go. Yeah. Yeah. And life in general. I mean, the only rule that we should really live by is be good, be good to each other. And then you do you. Yeah, respect yeah. each other. People have their differences. Respect it. Don't push whatever you want on down people's throats. Like, just leave people be. <laughs> That's what it needs to be. <laughs> it would be a much happier place if we just did that. So, yeah. No, but I, th- I think anyone listening, I think definitely the inspiration of, like, even having a young kid, still being able to take those big moves, change careers, right? You're one of those women who was, like, not afraid to change your career, to go into something new to, and, and with a child, right. And with a child, because so often the excuses, you can't, you know, yeah. it's just too much for the home, too much for the marriage, too much for, and that's, that's the whole point of this is to say F it. And that you can, you know, you're still living, you're still evolving as a woman through motherhood. And if anything, I think it helps us kind of see where we want to go and who we are, at least for me more so after being a mom than even before being a mom, it gave me that like space. Um, my, my question then would to, would be, what would you tell your younger self, the person like before coming to this, like experience of like power and this mind shift, right? That, that, that mom prior to that, like before getting to this space, what would you tell her right now? That it's okay to change your mind. (laughs) Yeah. I think that we so often like believe we have to go down a course or a path and stay on it. And that, um, you know, it's okay to change courses. It's okay to change your mind. 100%. Wow. That's so interesting that that's your message. I was listening to a podcast with Kevin Bacon and Lewis Howes, and that was something that he said, it's okay. It's okay to change your mind. You don't have to like stay one course. So that's so, so kind of eerie that you're saying the same thing today. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. You can change your mind. It's okay to change your mind. It's not like, it's not if, if like politicians and all that, like, sure. If they say something one year, it's okay to change your mind the next year. You don't have to just stay in this staunch, like this is the way it is. Like the world evolves. We all have to evolve. Otherwise, nothing, nothing changes, nothing moves forward. So, so that's a great message. Thanks. Yeah. 
So you, you'll be moving back here and then you'll be permanently, not permanently, stop saying that word because nothing is like permanent, right? It's but like permanent. the plan is to go back and, and kind of settle in there after you guys come home for a little bit. And this is kind of your journey right now, right? It is. It's not at all what I had expected, but it is exactly where I think we should be right now. Um, if, if, you know, if things keep going the way they are with my, you know, I can keep my job here and I'm very excited about the place that we maybe found. We maybe found a place. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Everything moves very differently down here, which is great to, to, it's a great reminder. Like, you know, the more you try to force things down here, the less likely they're going to happen. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But Everything. in the States, right, you can force anything. I can have oh, yeah. anything I want whenever I want it. And it's just such a good lesson. In fact, I sent so many clothes home with my husband when he, because he's gone back twice since we've been here. And I've just been like, well, I only wear like three things. And, you know, I can't force it down here. Yeah. Like I wanted to, you know. Yeah, I think we've gotten spoiled here in the United States with everything being so convenient and getting it like right where we want it. It's very like, oh my gosh, this isn't how all the rest of the world works. We have to slow down, you know, yeah. and, just, and just, yeah, you can't force it. Otherwise, you're going to have a miserable time. This is such like, a beautiful lesson for your kid, right? Like that not everything's right there right now. And like this like patience being, you know, in an environment at that age where it's just you kind of have to go with the way that like the world is going. That's like such a beautiful lesson because I feel like all of our kids here, it's just like, I want it. <laughs> It's there, yeah. you know, just kind of forces you to slow down a little bit. Like you said, if a tree falls, well, then you're kind of slowed down, right? Like we don't deal with those simple things here. You know, it's like such a beautiful thing to be able to do that. Mel, I'm so grateful that you took the time to join us and share your story. These stories are always so inspiring to other moms that are just in that either wanting to have one, have had one, you know, in the midst of are they going to do these like big moments of change? And so these stories are, are, they're just inspiring. They're inspiring for us to hear and inspiring for the community that we're creating. So more moms feel the like power of just saying, fuck it, you know, F it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very thanks, much for being thanks here. Thanks for having me. Story. Yeah. Of course. Is there anywhere before we close this off that you, that anyone should follow you, any pages or of your work that people can follow you at? And they can follow me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Oh, that Mel. What is it? What's your uh, Instagram handle? It's O oh, that Mel. Like, oh, oh that, that Mel. Mel. <laughs> no, like, oh, oh, that one. <laughs> oh, that Mel. Okay, There's we'll, we'll put that too on the bottom. Um, this is the end where we're going to say <laughs> just, just, just F it. it. 